Welcome to With a Twist, the number one parenting show on the planet. In an era where the majority of children are not asking what they want to be when they grow up, but instead what they want to be when they give up, With a Twist will help you raise hopeful, thriving, engaged, and confident children. Be the parent you've always wanted to be using With a Twist's signature success system. With a Twist is the only parenting podcast that will enable the everyday parent have peace of mind while navigating the school system and life. Give your child the opportunity to thrive instead of just barely survive. And now, the founder of With a Twist, Amber Scotchburn. Amber Scotchburn is back as, well, I I like to call her our now um, our in-house parenting expert. Good morning, Amber. Good morning, Dave. Welcome back. How's, it's not technically summer yet, but how's it going for so far? Um, it's going pretty good, I'd say. And I'd suggest that, uh, maybe they kind of skipped spring this year and went into summer, but yeah. then we keep going back and forth. <laughs> I, it's, it's crazy. And th- this time of year brings all kinds of uh, opportunities to worry about things. Uh, I, I guess no matter how old you are, frankly. But, you know, our, our focus is on the kids. And, and here we are looking at uh, the end of the school year and, and exams. And, well, I guess the, the, the message this time around with your visit to this month is, is anxiety. And, and we're looking at some of its sources. And you're going to have some tips Yes. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of things that usually come up. Definitely end of the year exams come up usually, report cards, parents worrying about marks. And then this year, there was quite a few of the students that we've tutored over the years that are now graduating. And so kind of what's next after graduation? Um, and then to the other end of the spectrum, parents that are like, oh my goodness, my little Johnny is going to kindergarten this year or in September, but they're registering them now. So yeah, just all these different anxiety points coming up for people. Uh-huh. Are kids generally experiencing more anxiety than we did? I believe maybe it's more named now or maybe we're more aware of it. Um, Because if you look at statistics, statistically, yes, kids are experiencing more anxiety. Um, And I know from when I first started the tutoring agency to now our calls have typically always been about marks, but now it's marks and anxiety. Um, so I would say for, even from our own experience, there seems to be anxiety on the rise. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that maybe now we name it and we talk about it a little bit maybe more than in the past. Now, exams, we have mentioned there, there's uh, often, I think for everyone, there's a certain level of anxiety uh, related to that experience. But I, I guess it, when the anxiety becomes a lot, it becomes tr- truly problematic. Yes, I think so. We experience people that have what we call test anxiety. Okay. Um, and so what we've done in the past when we see that's a pattern coming up for a child um, is that we have something called, is the test making you stressed? And we go through what could be making somebody stressed. So it could be that they don't know how to study. It could be that they don't know how to actually just sit down and write the test when it comes time to write the test. Maybe they don't know the difference between having to memorize certain things because really you're not going to use them in the future, but you need to know them for the test versus what do I actually need to know out of all of this information? Um, <laughs> and so there, and then of course there's the time pressure. Some people feel like the time of an exam or taking a test um, and what does that look like and for different people. So I would say there's different anxieties attached to exams or tests. And what do you generally offer in terms of advice? I would suggest, first of all, really listening 
to your that your child is having that and that it's real for them because maybe if you haven't had that as a parent you may not relate to that and on the other end of the spectrum if you've had that don't put that on your child mm. right like oh yeah exams are the worst thing ever <laughs> so don't put that there either but acknowledge that they're feeling that way and then i would say break it down to what it is it, do they not understand the material do they do they have the review sheet from the teacher um, do they know how to study for what's best for them? So sometimes studying, we just think, oh, take your textbook out, take your notebook out and read them. But if that hasn't really worked to learn the material, or that's not that way that child's brain works the best, they're going to have to find different ways to absorb that information. Um, but we're not really taught that. So we need to just have that conversation with our kids. Mm. And we're just going to work our way down the list here, I think. Uh, now, report cards, the, is this anxiety pre or post? Or both. <laughs> I would say it's both and <laughs> and it always you know I, I I smile as a as a parent um and a tutor agency owner <laughs> that we get calls sometimes now saying there's two weeks left of school essentially can you help my child pass um or to the other end you know there's just some tests coming up can you help my child solid get their solid a or that sort of thing um, and so I think there's stress just attached to report cards in general. Um, and then I think the final one, depending on what it's for. So anything grade 10 and up, it stays on your permanent record. You know, it goes off to universities, those sorts of things or colleges. Um, so that's when the pressure maybe becomes a little bit more. Um, but I think for parents that we need to understand most of the time it's discontinuous, right? So if they're ending grade four and they didn't really understand math or they didn't do well, they're going to pick it up and get in grade five. It's, it's not the end of the world. Mm. It's a point in time where maybe they didn't do well or they did do well. Okay. Yeah, well, what kind of anxiety is related to, to the oncoming summer? Um, I think that might be more parent anxiety, actually. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it might just be like, what am I going to do with my kids? <laughs> um, and there is something called the summer brain drain. I'm not sure if you've heard of that before. But there are statistics that suggest that we lose a certain percentage of our math and reading skills if we don't practice them. And yes. If it's a two-month or just over a two-month period, um, we can drop. It depends, but it's and it depends on a lot of different factors, but let's say it can be a grade or even a grade and a half um, if we don't use different opportunities to practice those skills. Hmm. Um, Do they know this in, in schools? <laughs> oh, Dave, that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> I believe they know this in schools, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think it's a known fact. Um, but again, as a parent, um, to my parent audience, then it's just being aware of that, right? And it doesn't mean that, you know, you need to rush out and put your kid in summer school or something like that. But what it does mean is what are the opportunities they have to learn over the summer? Um, so are they reading books still? Or, you know, the library has tons of events. Parks and Rec have tons of events. So there's always events going on mm -hmm. if they can be engaging. Um, and the other part I would suggest too for uh, summer anxiety is the media factor um, and if you're a parent who's working or you work from home or, or whatever the case may be and your kid just wants to be on media what do you do around that that seems to be another anxiety that parents have oh ah, yes yes okay and uh, you mentioned off the top uh, with the uh, kindergarten registration 
and and anxiety around that issue. Yeah. <laughs> so what what that's that's uh more on the parents again? Um I would say that's probably a combination depending on the child's personality and nature. Yeah. Um depending if they've went to preschool or daycare so that that's not the first time they're kind of being away from home. Um, and then again, it's it's parents too, right? If they uh, have been a stay home parent, perhaps, um, or if they've moved and they don't know kids in the neighborhood, or or just there could be different factors, I guess, around starting school in September and, and kindergarten specifically. Um, and typically, I would just suggest taking advantage of any of the things the schools have. So lots of times they'll have like a, a gradual entry. You know, you can go the week the school is opened in August and have them check out and walk to their classroom and. If there's happens to the teacher be, is there or the principal or something, have them be introduced to those key people. Um, so there are some things you can do. And as a parent, I'd say maybe join a parent group. Or mm-hmm. if you're a mom that's maybe dropped some of your favorite activities, you can now pick those activities back up again. So not thinking all is lost because your child has gone to kindergarten. Yeah. We haven't yet talked about graduation. Yes. Uh, I mean, uh, all kinds of anxieties there. Yeah. Potentially. Well, for sure. And I'm, I'm finding that, and I think as I mentioned, um, not sure if it was to you before or off, on air or off air, but it was that um, I just seem to be noticing more this year as we check in with our kids and how they're doing and, and they're graduating and our kids, I mean, our tutoring kids. Um, and, and my son, who's my eldest son, is in grade 11, going into grade 12 next year. So that'll be his thing next year too but yeah the question is where where to go high school after high school so is it college is it university are they going to work are they going to travel um and uh if do they have a direction do they have a passion and and i think the parents that seemingly their kids are on the track to maybe university or college and have a plan there seems to be less anxiety attached to that um but still some if they're moving away from home but for sure the parents that are coming to me that are ones that the kids don't have a plan or don't have a passion and aren't sure what they're going to do next. Is there a simple answer? <laughs> um, well, in a nutshell, I refer them to my book. No, in a nutshell, <laughs> um, I do suggest that um, what the little things that you can set your child up for success for at this particular point, right? So if they don't have a plan for next year in terms of schooling, then, then they should be working. Um, and then they need to be learning how to manage their money, right? So you need to start charging them rent and you need to start getting them to get groceries and, and sort of those little steps so that eventually they will be out on their own um, if you haven't already, if people haven't already done that. And then I would suggest just helping them tap into whatever their passions might be and having a really open mind as a parent to what that could look like. Um, right now in schools, we're so fortunate in, in post-secondary schooling because there's everything. You you name something that a child has an interest in and there's a degree or a certificate or something, some sort of training in it that they can actually go in and try and, and do that. Um, the other thing I suggest is if they're not 100% sure but they think they might be interested in something is go try and do a work placement. Go shadow somebody at that position and see, is, is this something I could see myself doing day in and day out? What's your website? Um, it's parentingwithatwist.com. And my tutoring one is tutoringwithatwist.com. Okay. Amber Scotchburn, our parenting expert. So great to see you again. Thank you. Thanks, Dave. Great to have you with me today at With a Twist. Please don't forget to give me a five-star rating on iTunes. That would be much appreciated. As well as follow me on Facebook at Amber Scotchburn. Thanks so much.